everyone. Welcome back to this week's episode of The Strategist. I'm Fallon Fulce. This week, I wanted to talk a little bit about the biggest misconception that I find when we're working in a toxic workplace. One of the things that I found looking at people who are, you know, coworkers, people who are in industry, and even myself at times, the biggest thing that you always go to is, well, I just need to change my job or I just need to change companies. And to be honest, that's one of the biggest mistakes that you could make. And while that seems counterintuitive because you think, oh, I'm in a toxic situation. How is it you know, possible to change who I like, what's going on? Because everything is external. Everything that's happening to me is happening to me. And it can be hard. And of course, you know, I'm not advocating for you staying in a workplace that's abusive or in any way that absolutely you feel like you need to get out of. That's not the case. That's not who I'm talking to right now. If you are in that situation, by all means, get out of that situation and get into a space that more fully supports you and is not in that abusive or whatever, you know, you're going through space. But really who I'm talking to is the people who came into this space, went into this job and really loved the job when they first got there. And then over time, things started to go sour. Things started to not have that, you know, you didn't have that zest for showing up each day. You feel like all of a sudden everybody is coming at you where you're constantly on this defense mode. You are just not enjoying work anymore. But at one point you did. And it's that kind of toxic workplace and that kind of situation that I'm talking about where we get into this rut and we feel like the only way out is to leave that company or leave that job. See, the problem with that is you are constantly going to go into that same situation no matter what company you're at. Because I've seen it time and time again where you know, people will get fed up with their job by just, you know, over time, things just slipping and they leave the company, they go to a new company and then they are good. They're good for a year. They're okay for maybe two years. And then around that two year mark, or maybe, you know, you have a little bit more tolerance and you end up going to three to four years, but typically there's always a pattern. And I've seen it even on resumes where, you know, you see, okay, well, I'm at a company two years and then the next company, two years, the next company, two years, you know, and you see this pattern and you really wouldn't see it unless you're looking at it from the outside. So it's really hard, like when you're in it to recognize that that's what's happening. And so, you know, what's happening is that you are recreating 
the same situation over and over again so that you can learn. And it takes us a minute, you know, sometimes we'd go through a couple iterations of that and not really realize that's what's happening. Because honestly, so, and you've probably heard me talk about it before on other episodes, but it's one of those things where we are the creators of our, of our universe. We are the creators of our life. Our reality, our experience that's happening right now is happening because we on some level wanted that to happen. We wanted to experience that so that way we could learn from it. So that way we could become a better version of ourselves by experiencing whatever it is we're going through. So we will continue to manifest that reality until we learn and grow. And so that's why when I say the biggest mistake you can make is continuing to leave your job, it's saying that, okay, I've had enough of this. I want something else, but not actually doing the work to get that something else that's better. And so you'll end up manifesting the same thing over time and So whenever you're in that toxic situation, you're probably saying, okay, well, now you're telling me I can't leave my job. So what do I do now? And I get it because that's the hard part. That's, I mean, step one is realizing that, okay, I need to deal with this and being aware that that pattern is even happening. But now we get into the, what do I need to do? to actually get out of this pattern and what do I need to do to actually grow from this experience and it's difficult sometimes to actually get out of that toxic situation because we've been almost in a sense beat down and it's not easy And I recognize that because I did it. I recognize it because I've seen it in other people. And what, you know, the biggest things that we can do is realize step one is on some level taking responsibility for the environment and for the reality that we've created. Because how many times have you experienced where a coworker is being very negative and you jump right on that bandwagon of being negative with them and you breed more and more of that negativity together and then later on in the day ask, well, why am I feeling so bad? Why do I have this negative attitude about what's going on? And it's connected. It's all connected. You know, you are, you know, by participating in that conversation and giving into that negativity and being negative, you are saying to God universe, you know, I want more of that. I enjoyed that. 
And in that moment, you may have because, you know, it's easy to get into that bandwagon mentality, number one, of like, oh, I'm going to, you know, I feel that connection with that person in that moment of camaraderie where it's like we're on the same page, we're feeling the same things, and let's, you know, um, misery loves company, right? So it's like you are sending that signal to God universe of being like, okay, yeah, I like that. That was good. It felt good in the moment, but on, you know, cause we actually were able to get out some of our frustrations and vent in a way. And while it's healthy to not hold on to our emotions and not, you know, shut them down, it's healthy to express them and to talk about them, but we have to do it in a way that actually is constructive and not just in a way of, I'm going to vent to my coworker for 30 minutes about some, whatever it is going on and then have no resolution from that. Like all you did was have a, a B session, right? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to keep it clean on here in case kids are listening, but you know, it's one of those kind of things where in that situation, instead of sitting there and commiserating with your fellow employee or fellow coworker, it's one of those things where it's like, you can figure out a way to politely excuse yourself from that conversation or shift it in a way that puts a positive spin on it where it's, yeah, you know, I recognize that such and such is going on and it really does upset me, but we're going to, you know, flip the script on it or we're going to change the way that we're thinking about it. And maybe that's not the right words that you would say. I'm, you know, obviously not speaking of a specific situation. So, you know, but figure out a way that you can, change that conversation and put in a more positive tone about it. You know, it it can be, it's not easy and it's something that we have to practice over time, especially if we're so used to being very negative where, you know, we jump right on that bandwagon. And that in itself is a huge step in the right direction. And, you know, the other thing too is, you know, I'm a big proponent of meditation, breath work, yoga, any kind of form of exercise, you know, things that are cultivating this inner world that allows us to have a solid foundation of well-being where we are allowing ourselves the space to be more positive, to allow ourselves to not feel that toxicity where if we are toxic on the inside, that's what we're going to push out into the world on the outside. That's what we're going to create. And so whenever, you know, you know, I've talked a lot about creating a workspace that is supportive and nurturing and stress-free and non-toxic, you know, 
when you create that workspace, you're creating yourself a little bubble of you know, pocket of peace in a way where this is my space. This is where I feel good. This is where I can, you know, thrive. And then if we are also on the inside, not cultivating that same pocket of peace where we're negative, we don't enjoy our job. We, you know, are being the people who are gossiping about other people where, you know, we're the ones who are causing some of that toxicity. Well, then it doesn't matter how much of a great and aligned space that you've created if your internal world is also not aligned and toxic. So it goes hand in hand and creating a non-toxic work environment is basically you have to create this, you know, external space that is supportive and nurturing and stress-free and non-toxic, but you also have to cultivate that same mental space and emotional space where you feel that on the inside too, because it's hard to take that feeling that you have in your office and bring it out into, you know, the hallway into, uh, other people's offices and all of that, where if that part is difficult, if you are not cultivating that on the inside, because it's hard where you're, you're trying to take something that's physical and bring it with you everywhere you go. Well, you obviously can't take your office with you everywhere you go. So you have to cultivate that same sense of inner peace and non-toxic on the inside. And it has a ripple effect where you are creating that in your little bubble, but other people, you know, you're not, you're not creating this in a box that no one can see through. You're creating this and you are cultivating this and bringing it with you wherever you go And that in itself is a ripple effect because other people are going to see what you're doing and they're going to start to actually enjoy being around you because you offer them that same sense of peace and non-toxic work environment. And other people are going to start to ask you, well, what are you doing? What is going on? How do you do this? You know, you're starting that ripple effect in your company that will propagate out because people want that. People want to feel good. People want to enjoy going to work because what's the point of working, you know, 30 years at a place or 30 years doing something that you hate doing? That's not why we're here. That's not why we show up every day. I don't show up every day wanting to hate my job. Like that's bonkers. Why would we want to do that? We want to show up and enjoy our job and enjoy our life and really experience all that life has to offer. And in order to do that, we have to cultivate this non-toxic supportive, nurturing, stress-free space on the inside and on the outside. 
It goes hand in hand. And that's how you change your toxic workplace into a non-toxic workplace. That's how you do that without changing jobs. Because again, that's the number one mistake that I see so many people make is thinking that they have to change their job in order to change their workplace. And it's couldn't be further from the truth because again, you're going to just repeat that pattern until you learn how to change from having that toxic workplace to cultivating that non-toxic workplace on the inside. Because ultimately our external world is a direct reflection of what's going on internally. So I hope that this episode has inspired you. I hope that it has made you think a little bit about how we feel about a toxic workplace. And I am so excited to continue sharing with you about, you know, toxic workplaces and how to work through them. I'm about to release a freebie on how to ditch your toxic workplace in 90 days or less. And I cannot wait to share that with you. I will, whenever it's available, I will link it up in the show notes. And I also will have a wait list for those who are um, interested in that in the show notes right now. So I hope that you've enjoyed this. If you haven't already, go connect with me on social. I am on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, all at Fallon Fulce. And I hope you guys have a wonderful week and I will talk to you guys next week.